It's time for the KHNS Local News. I'm Jen Shelton. Today in the news, Hospice of Haines hosted a winter series called Taking Care. It included over a dozen events, movie nights, Tai Chi for caregivers, forest healing therapy, and the Death Cafe. At the second to last series event on Sunday, community members discussed how to age, die, and be mortal in Haines. In a rural community like Haines, the dying rely less on doctors and the medical field and more on their neighbors and community. And it affects everyone. The two big unfixables are aging and dying. You can't fix those. That was Hospice of Haines director and volunteer coordinator Shannon McFeeters. She says that while who cares for the dying is unique in Haines, the tools for caring for the dying are part of a more universal conversation. She said she wanted to start a conversation about how to die with grace and dignity as part of this year's Taking Care Winter Series. Gives us an opportunity to talk about it with friends and, and neighbors and as a community. What does it look like? Is there something we can change? Is there something we can do better? In Sunday's Caring for the Dying in Haynes Lecture, McFeeder said the best thing a caregiver can do when the moment of death is closed is to always be present and to listen to their stories. They're seeing a different side of life and whatever comes after than we are. And it's kind of a really cool thing to just hear what they have to say and what their perspective is. She says to talk with the person and tell them what you are doing and acknowledge that you are on their turf. She said that their ability to accept or deny your assistance may be the only control they have left. She said a dying person sleeps more, and that is normal. She said to be still and serene with the person as they sleep. And McFeeders implored caregivers to surround themselves in support, because just as no one should have to die alone, neither should anyone be expected to care for them alone. She said that when the person is sleeping is a good time for hospice volunteers to stay with the loved one. Hospice of Haines has three programs to help the dying and those caring for them. All the programs are provided by trained volunteers. The first is the hospice program for terminally ill people who wish to remain in their homes. These volunteers provide respite so the caretaker can step away. The second is the bridge program. These volunteers assist people who are critically or terminally ill but not dying. They can do things like go grocery shopping for people who have macular degeneration. And the third is the bereavement program. These volunteers provide grief support for someone who has experienced a loss or is anticipating one. They can do things like provide support groups or meet for coffee one-on-one. Each spring, Hospice of Haines holds an 18-hour training clinic for any person interested in volunteering with one of the three programs. McFeeders estimated that 80% of the people who take the course don't become hospice volunteers, but instead use the training to become caregivers. McFeeder said that another way caregivers can surround themselves in support is by dividing up the power of attorney. One caregiver could have legal power of attorney, while another would have medical. She said that medical power of attorney puts a lot of pressure on a person. They often ask themselves, am I doing the right thing? For example, making the tough decision to give more pain medication can cause their loved one to lose lucidity and seem further away. You know, when someone is at the end, 
how do you, I mean, you want your power of attorney, right? This person that you've chosen, whether it's your spouse, a great friend, your brother, your cousin, your nephew, whatever that looks like for you, you're gonna wanna choose somebody who knows how you feel about end of life. Haynes Assisted Living recommends that residents choose a local power of attorney, even if the person has no family in the area. McFeeder says that she agrees. She said that if something happens in the middle of the night and family can't be reached, it's beneficial to have someone in Haines who can be contacted to make medical decisions. One member of the audience, Bill Annis, asked for advice on how to choose a community member to serve as power of attorney. He had no family in Haines and considered naming whoever was the manager of the bank at the time. Another member, Bill Brosty, was attending the lecture too, he said, make his own passage as easy as possible on his son and family. Bill had been a caregiver for his late wife, Judy, 10 years earlier. Brosty told Annis to choose a friend as power of attorney, and then he referenced a plaque that hangs in his home, one that he had bought at a craft fair with his wife as he advised Annis how to know he'd chosen the right friend. Friend is someone who knows the song in your heart and can say it back to you if you forget the words. Then the lecture shifted from preparing for death to the moment of death. McFeeder said that the most important thing to remember when being present at an unexpected death is to not panic. She said don't call 911 or anyone. She said to breathe and take a moment for yourself. She read from the poem written by death doula Sarah Kerr called Always With Love. Pausing gives your soul a chance to adjust because no matter how prepared we are, A death is still a shock. If we kick right into the do mode and call 911 or call the hospice, we never get a chance to absorb the enormity of the event. Give yourself five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes just to be. You'll never get that time back again if you don't take it now. McFeeder said that after you take a moment for yourself, to not call EMS just yet. She said to first, quote, call the one person who needs to be called. And she said that in Haines, unlike other places, EMS has told her that it's okay to note the time of death and to take a moment. She said that she's been told by ambulance volunteers that even if the death happens at 3 a.m., it's okay to wait until as late as 9 a.m. while the caregiver takes a final moment. The Haynes Hospice annual volunteer training will be at the end of April, with dates posted soon. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Jen Shelton. You can find this story and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haynes, Skagway, and Kluckwan at 102.3 and translator k 220 BK Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.